0: Call of Duty is apparently building an open-world game. Well, at least that's my theory based on recent leaks about Black Ops 3. I want to look at Black Ops 3 and how it launched, and there were elements of that game, but apparently it was planned to be an open-world game. What does it have to do with a job posting that was posted earlier this year and that subsequently deleted does this mean that call of duty is setting its sights on something far bigger and grander i'm going to try to piece this all together for you and give you my theory about what is really going on with modern warfare 2 And Warzone 2, the state of these games and why Eleven Studios is working on the franchise. If you like this kind of content, I put all the information right here at the beginning and then I discuss it with the live stream. That way, you don't have to go looking for it and you can check out all the ways below to support the channel. So, I'm going to start with what was leaked because that's sort of what sent me on this trail first what was leaked then i want to look at the history of call of duty and what changed with black ops 3 and what could have been sort of built on what they were placing there also the recent job posting that was deleted in the middle of 2022 and try to piece this together for you so let's start with what was leaked so insidergaming.com notable leaker tom henderson runs that website and he ran this story uh, very recently, but it's not a new story. Actually, he referenced and said, listen, several years ago, Jason Schreier revealed an article uh, in an article that Black ops three was going to be a broad, open world game it was going to have an open world campaign but it was ultimately scrapped mid-development there's a series of images that have leaked online Uh, according to insider gaming it seems that was certainly the case with almost 100 shots 100 pictures showing multiple environments maps modes and assets and now black ops 3 was a bit of a controversial game it was the first time they sort of left behind the older system They left behind the 360 and the PlayStation 3, but they did give an old-gen variant to it that was criticized for how it looked. It didn't look very good. And in the series of images that were leaked by a Reddit user named Purple Toaster, it's revealed that Black Ops 3 could have been a massive, sprawling open-world game. The images showcase... Large maps with points of interest, multiple mini-modes, a day, night, and weather cycle that would have been present, and an economy with construction mechanics alongside of it. So you would have had an economy and construction mechanics in the game. I don't know for what. Building a base, investing in something more long-term, more live-service oriented. I think the other thing you need to keep in mind here is what did Black Ops 3 launch with? It launched with Specialists and many people looked at specialists and thought they were very destiny inspired. Destiny launched in 2014 and then Black Ops 3 launched a year later. Many people looking and saying, "Hey, did they, are they copying Destiny?" You had a handful of specialists that were seemingly sort of almost carbon copies of things you could do in Destiny. Also, they felt very strong, they felt very out of place. They basically had like ultimates or supers that you could do in the match. Uh, The Ruin, he had gravity spikes, felt kind of like the Titan Slam. You had the Seraph, who used the Annihilator. It really looked even like the Golden Gun model used in Destiny. And then, later on in Black Ops 3, you had the Spectre with the Shadow Blade. They could go invisible, kind of looked like a Blade Dancer. So if you look at that and you consider that maybe those specialists were designed to exist in an open world game it kind of starts to make sense of their existence and their placement in the game call of duty is known for its shooting mechanics its tight feel with the guns you know everybody's always talked about how it is one of the better shooters that you could play imagine playing this game in an open world and having abilities and having different things you could do sort of similar to Destiny 1. The current state of Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 could likely be due to this. They feel very half-baked. They feel like they lack polish. And they could essentially just be testing grounds for something far bigger. We've got DMZ. We've got Spec Ops. We've got Raids. We've got these other modes. Many of this could be linked to something with an open-world Call of Duty down the road i've consistently looked at fortnite and thought man maybe they're doing something like that they're testing all these systems all these different modes all these different vehicles and weapons and even now fortnite's introducing like perks and randomization all that feels very much like an open world live service sort of loot based game with a loot table and if you're going to have somebody building an open world game, well, you want somebody that's experienced with it. And there was a job posting in the middle of 2022 that appeared and was subsequently deleted. It said that the ideal candidate will have proven experience working on non-linear narratives in open world games and directing cinematics in AAA quality titles. Then they said one of their responsibilities would be to provide the best narrative and cinematic experience in an open world rpg open world rpg is not call of duty like that's not anything we've ever played in call of duty not even close but then if you really start looking at the way that they've structured modern warfare 2 and a lot of the content much of this could be tied to an open world ongoing game not in its current state but the actual pieces and the parts there's a ton of things in Modern Warfare 2 that feel like, why did you build this for one mission? You, you have a stealth mission where you're crafting. That doesn't really show up anywhere else. We thought that was going to show up in the DMZ, and it doesn't. Then the DMZ has extraction and looting mechanics, loot that matters. Then you have spec ops, which are basically really challenging PVE missions with specific things that you're supposed to do. And then you level up your your classes or your officers, and you get them to certain tier levels to then take into a raid. All of this feels like we're touching an elephant in the dark, and it hasn't really turned the lights on yet. It's like we've got pieces and parts of something that could be much bigger. I have my own theories about open world and live service games. If you look at AC Valhalla and what they did, they've now you know got this plan to do AC Infinity, which will be sort of a central hub for all the future Assassin's Creed titles, and we also have rumors of an ongoing live service assassin's creed which would make sense after the success of assassin's creed valhalla and if you look at the call of duty hq when you load up call of duty right now you load into the call of duty hq almost a central hub for everything and i could see an ongoing live service call of duty work I have ideas about live service and open world games being a more common thing in the future. You take the graphical fidelity and intensity of the shootouts and the gun mechanics and just start sprinkling in all of the other things. Imagine a Destiny-style Call of Duty where the operators suddenly become specialists. They've got skill trees, they've got abilities, tiers of power. They've already tested specialists that have what amounts to basically like a super ability or an ultimate. You've got extraction and you've got looting. You can use that for your loadouts. You can use that for gearing up. Tiers of gear, like different colors of gear, that's in plenty of shooters. Like, look at Fortnite, look at Apex. It's not difficult to take your existing loot table and give yourself like, oh, you wanna get better gear, you wanna get better stuff. The raids could be a testing ground for not just end game PVE, but challenging content. The AI systems. Missions designed for repeated play where you're going back in and playing over and over again More and more when you look at the state of Call of Duty It very likely could be that this is not the result of Eleven Studios It's essentially a testing ground for an open-world Call of Duty Which is what I fundamentally believe might be happening if you look at the different pieces they're building They're not really connected yet tying them all together could make for a more cohesive experience then every time there's a season or something going on it would affect every part of the game it would affect the world of call of duty that people are living in you just happen to maybe play the br and i happen to do the questing and the missions and the leveling but we're still in that world of call of duty i would love to know what you think in the comments below make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you're here for the discussions i'm gonna start talking to the live audience good morning Good afternoon and good evening, guys. We've got a theory here that I think has some merit, because if you, again, if you look at the history of Black Ops 3 and the Specialists, and how those Specialists were designed around the time they apparently scrapped an open-world Call of Duty concept, and since then, perhaps all these modes, all these changes, all these weird things they've done, with all the different abilities and no longer being boots on the ground... Maybe they're testing something far bigger. Would love to hear from you. Go through the morning ritual of smashing that like button. Make sure you are on live chat instead of top chat. Appreciate you guys tuning in so, so much. Discord is muted. Um, no, it's not. Um, still on vacation? No, I'm actively talking right now. I, it's not muted. Um... Unless something is glitched in Discord, I can see my mic popping. I can see Victor. I can see Egnarts. I'm, I'm assuming they can hear me. Yo, good morning, Dan. How are you? Are there any recent articles about this? The most recent articles are about the leaks. Insidergaming.com had a leak about Black Ops 3. Apparently, Black Ops 3 was going to be an open world game. There's over 100 images that have been basically put onto imager now i'm not going to show the images i don't know what kind of protection you know they're trying to put on those things uh i don't know if they're going to try and like keep people from posting them i guess we'll just leave the mic where i had it (laughs) oh and i started this morning off with one gifted member i decided to give a gifted member to an early early arrival uh this morning and it went to adrian thank you so much adrian for being here this morning Thank you, Arch Enigma, for 15 months and for doing a VIP. Love the candy cane mic, by the way. Thank you. That'll obviously be gone once New Year gets here as you guys are ringing in the end of the year with us. Khaled says, In regards to the way you describe the live service COD, how would it be different than The Division? I mean, obviously I was referencing Destiny because Destiny's first-person shooter, but I 100% could see this going the way of The Division. Because what you would do is, think about the gunsmith right now. The Modern Warfare 2 gunsmith has just an unbelievable amount of things for you to do. They've essentially created a a, a progression tree for guns. Just an an insane amount of attachments for weapons. If you add to that... Imagine all of those scopes, all those magazines, all those attachments suddenly come in a white, green, blue, gold variant so you can get better versions of each of the attachments. Then look at weapon tuning and how you can fine-tune weapons. Then look at the fact that, like, the weapons themselves, you could have a white, green, blue, you know, purple, legendary, whatever, tiers of, like, the M16. It would take you a really, really long time to get, like, the best crafted quote-unquote weapon gaming cod WW2 literally had a public space HQ destiny tower style area for players to load into says Sven so gaming cod WW2 oh no that's me reforge gaming cod WW2 world war 2 what's world war 2 what game is that like a rocket league ripoff what is, what is World War II? There was World at War. There, I'm not familiar with a COD WW2. Yo, what's good, Captain Toasty Buns? It's a game called WW2? How long ago did that come out? Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about that one. It was great. When did that one come out? COD WW2 Release. Oh, that came out two years after Black Ops 3. So Black Ops 3 came out in 2015, and apparently they were building it as an open world. And, I mean, if you look at the specialists, it starts to make way more sense of the specialists. It's like, wait, were these specialists designed to be classes like in Destiny? Like, you would pick the Ruin and have, like, the shock sticks for the ground pound and other different abilities. They apparently liked it enough that they did it again in Black Ops Four, and continued to borrow from Destiny. That was another question that we had. The other question that we had was at the time, Destiny was under Activision. How much knowledge share was going on? Did Activision was was Activision allowing, you know, th- there to be knowledge share between Destiny in inside of uh, inside of Call of Duty? I would be genuinely curious. <laughs> uh, my friend sent me a funny picture. Yo, good morning, feed. How are you? Good to see you. Guys, make sure you're going through the morning ritual. Uh, I think Call of Duty as a subject sometimes turns off our sub base. We tend to get weird responses when we try to cover COD. So we're going to have to put this stream on our back. I don't know why Black Ops 4 didn't have a campaign, but they had Blackout. It sucked, that's why you forgot. I don't think I played it. I took a pretty big break from Call of Duty after Black Ops 3. So when 2015 rolled around and I tried to play Black Ops 3, I I, I remember walking away from that game. I remember obviously I was a big Destiny guy, right? Being a big destiny guy, it was like this just feels like they're trying to add in all the destiny stuff, the abilities and the and the supers and it just really really mess with the flow of combat. What I missed they testing something So a while ago Jason Schreier wrote an article claiming that Black ops 3 was originally planned to be an open world call of duty. Now a bunch of images have leaked. Over 100 images confirming that that is true. W- they were going to be building a- a- an open-world Call of Duty. And I started connecting the dots. I said, wait, isn't that the Call of Duty? Isn't Black Ops 3 the one with the specialists? And weren't the specialists the one that were kind of accused of feeling like Destiny knockoffs? You had Ground Slam. You had, like, a Golden Gun. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you, uh, It wasn't even Black Ops 4. The go- there was a Golden Gun in Black Ops 3, she, she Seraph had that, let me scroll up here, because I had them all listed, all the ones that I thought, um, Seraph had the Annihilator in Black Ops 3, which was a year after Destiny had released. And so I thought, well, maybe that's why those specialists were designed, and then they just baked them into the multiplayer, because they were highly criticized in the multiplayer. People thought they were too strong, people thought they were kind of annoying, and they definitely felt like they were borrowing from Destiny. It was influenced more by overwatch i don't know how you could look at a golden gun that one shots people as a super and a ground slam that's basically electricity based and say that's influenced by overwatch like they were direct i mean the animations themselves even looked like they were taken out of destiny like a two-fisted you know ground pound with electricity it, like I don't know. I, I, I didn't see a whole lot of Overwatch when I was playing B- Black Ops 3. Pretty sure it's just Lono's theory for now, connecting some dots of the past, what devs have said about future content. Well, there's more to it than just my theory. Middle of this year, in the middle of 2022, there was a job posting to go work at the studios. What, you know, I, I don't know if it was Activision or who it was. Basically, come work at one of the Call of Duty studios and help build an open-world RPG. So they 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 were they were literally in the middle of this year looking for somebody to help them build an open world RPG. And I and as a creature and I were talking about it, we were like, well maybe that's what's been going on all this time. All this time they're testing things for a larger game. They're testing things for an open world Call of Duty. Like the live service of Call of Duty is going to extend beyond just hey, here's Warzone. Think about what we've been saying, Eugene. What if we've got it wrong? All this time, we've been talking about how they're, they're creating all these silos and funnels for different types of players. What if they're creating an all-encompassing live service game where it's all interconnected? Interconnected the dmz, spec ops, the raids, warzone, it, it, it all it's all it's all interconnected. The gunsmith, the system of unlocking weapons, the way that you get attachments, the battle pass, they're trying to bring all these threads together. When did hero shooters start getting big? Black Ops 3 always seemed to me like it was chasing the trend of that stuff, but maybe I'm misremembering. I was never a big fan of Black Ops 3 and Black Ops 4. Yeah, Black Ops 3 was 2015. 2015 and then the original overwatch release was 2016 so you can't say that black ops 3 was influenced by overwatch unless there was an overwatch demo playable that would have had to been playable really early because the life cycle and the dev cycle of black ops 3 they would have been designing these specialists in you know 2013 2014 and you know because it launched in 2015 so you know black ops 3 came out before overwatch which means that now maybe you could look at black ops 4 right maybe you could look at black ops 4 and say oh black ops 4 started to borrow and became more heavily influenced from overwatch but when you look at black ops 3 it's like it just came out too soon now yeah team fortress influences virtually every shooter in existence at some level i don't i I don't think anybody would deny that but when if you look at the supers if you look at the abilities of the specialists in black ops 3 at least two of them are like one-to-one carbon copy destiny supers i mean they're they're directly from that game the again the, the electric ground slam with two fists and then basically a golden gun right now obviously you could look at the golden gun in goldeneye and say well the golden gun goes back to that era but even the model that they used for the pistol looked like the golden gun model to a certain degree i stand corrected. didn't realize overwatch was after from reddit four years ago ruin equals fist of havoc titan Seraph equals golden gun hunter fire and then fire break equals storm trance ajax equals sentinel uh titan yeah somewhat bubble titan yeah yeah i forgot about the fire break being basically storm trance yeah tickle fingers well here's the thing though about storm trance storm trance wasn't out yet right wasn't storm trance a um that was a taken king super was it not yo nave coming in with eight months and doing a member VIP thank you so much nave appreciate that Destiny came out what 2014 how was a 2013 game copying it no Destiny came out in 2014 and black Ops came out in 2015. Black Ops 3 came out not black ops sorry Black Ops 3 came out a year after Destiny. The one year after Destiny comes out, Black Ops 3 launches with a bunch of essential Destiny supers in it. it they're, they're like carbon copies. The main reason we're drawing this connection is the, the the at the time, nobody knew this. Jason Schreier came out later and said that Black Ops 3 was going to be an open world game. And now all the images are coming out. So essentially what we're saying is, has that is that the reason that Call of Duty has been so all over the place since then? Is that the reason that right now there's like seven different ways to play Call of Duty? There's Modern Warfare 2. There's Warzone 2. There's DMZ. There's Spec Ops. There's the Raids. Like Even within Warzone, there's multiple ways to play. You can play Plunder. You can play like a classic BR. within the modern warfare 2 campaign you're crafting you're making stuff when have we done that since they made all those crafting mechanics for the stealth the stealth mission when where is that do we do that in any other part of modern warfare 2 did that did that mysteriously show up in the raid i don't think it did I don't think it showed up in DMZ, which we thought. We thought that that stealth mission with the crafting was going to show up in the DMZ. I'd much prefer the current delivery than some single world game. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's the question. Would you want to play like an open-world RPG Destiny-style Call of Duty? Like, is that something that you'd want to play? That's fundamentally the question. Because I wouldn't be surprised at all if they're building it. Destiny and Black Ops 3 is not a hero shooter. Destiny Black Ops 3 Overwatch, all other hero shooters aside from those. Wait. You literally pick a character with abilities as a hero shooter? Yeah, I think hero shooters fall under different classifications, Sven. I, like, there's... I think there's elements of hero shooters in Destiny for sure, but I don't think anybody would describe Destiny as a hero shooter. Because when you play a hero shooter with, like, classes like you do in, like, Overwatch, I think there's a lot of assumptions in that game type. You have, like, you have uh, defensive characters, offensive characters, you have counters, you have people that can shut down certain characters' abilities. You don't necessarily have that in Destiny. Destiny's, like, very hero- shooter light like sure you can go into the the arena of destiny and you have abilities based on the class that you pick but hero shooters are not are not really defined in that way hero shooter is a subgenre of shooter games that cover both the first person shooter and third person shooter genres these games emphasize hero characters that have distinctive abilities and or weapons that are specific to them from the wiki does that not define destiny and or black ops 3 I mean, again, I would say it's hero shooter light. There's elements of hero shooter, right? In Black Ops 3, when you pick a specialist, yes, you have abilities and you have weapons that are specific to the specialist. I would say Black Ops 3 is closer to a hero shooter than Destiny because there were literal weapons that you couldn't get unless you picked the specialist. If you picked the one specialist, you got like a bow. If you picked another specialist, you got like a grenade launcher thing. You had two things with the specialists in Black Ops Three. You had a weapon and you had an ability. Destiny, you have abilities and grenades, sure, that are tied to the character. It's pretty. It's pretty broad. Yes, barrier. I think, generally speaking, people would not um, would not refer to it in that way, right? In 2014, Destiny wasn't a hero shooter at all. Maybe now you could lightly argue it. It's light. There are elements of a hero shooter there, but it's not, I don't think anybody would describe it as a hero shooter. The point that we were making by referencing Destiny is if you're building an open world Call of Duty, which apparently they were with Black Ops 3, that makes sense of the specialists. The Black Ops 3 specialists were essentially designed as classes akin to Destiny. Like, oh, we've got the Ruin, that's basically the Titan, you've got the Seraph, that's basically the Hunter, you've got all these different things. Creature says, I'm telling you guys, the writing's on the wall. Call of Duty can't stand on its arena style multiplayer alone anymore. That will become a game mode that sits in the corner, much like Crucible does. That was Creature's thinking. We just did a video the other day about how Modern Warfare 2 is getting is, is playing second fiddle to Warzone, right? And that was Creature's thought. He's like, arena shooters are on the way out, is, is it was essentially his thought process. They're on the way out, and if they're on the way out, then it makes sense to say, well, what are we going to do with Call of Duty? We're going to make it a larger, more all-encompassing game. We're going to make it a game that is an open-world, ongoing live service game. Ouch. Like, are they, are they, the, the question is, with all the changes they've been making, are they trying to create silos and funnels of content, or are they trying to tie it all together? I think it's going to be a little bit of both. Like if you look at Assassin's Creed Infinity and how they outlined Assassin's Creed Infinity in that one presentation, I, I I think you can see you can see what they're going for. It's like you can see that Assassin's Creed wants like this central hub, right? They want this central hub to put all their to put all their games in going forward. Now, I think one of those games is going to be an ongoing live service game. I do. I think you're going to see a uh, you're going to see this ongoing nature to to to, to Assassin's Creed. You're going to go in. There's going to be this world. There there's going to be uh uh the the hub that you launch from. Now, what you do in the different you know realms and what you do in the different games will likely have impacts on each other and it's all going to be tied together. Well, if you look at the Call of Duty HQ, how does it it looks like the exact same idea. It looks like the exact same idea. Like we're they're building this game, they're building this central HQ, this central hub and that's where everything's going to be. Hang on, this is a little extreme. I don't know if that's gonna look any better that that's that's fine i guess i'm gonna move my phone remember when infinity ward was the good studio oh how time flies by the way If you guys dig this shirt, it's from Into the AM. They are one of our sponsors now. Use the shirt command, you can get a discount over there and it does support me. If you like more graphic style tees, more streetwear as opposed to my 80s t-shirts. Post that was the original Infinity Ward. If DMZ is the closest to what we're talking about here, then I think they either need to figure out a solution for not getting decked as a solo player or encourage building friends lists again. Think about what the DMZ offers. You're in an open world, and if you get the right loot, you can open things and do things specific to that area. You can get a key and open up a stronghold. Right? Think about how much you do in the DMZ that's like reminiscent of stuff that you could kind of do in the Division. And imagine if that's just like an open world hub, an open world area that you like go out into with your buddies or or the public. I was new to gaming with COD 4. It was the first game I ever bought. It hits pretty hard, says Silver Surfer. Today's devs struggle to make one mode work properly. Linking everything together would just be a crap show. Well, here's the thing, Frostbite. That's part of our theory. What if the state of Modern Warfare 2 and the state of Warzone 2 is literally because these are testing grounds? Like, 11 studios? This doesn't feel like 11 studios to me. This feels like we've got a couple of studios... And they're gathering data i have very similar theories about fortnite i have very similar theories about fortnite the idea that the battle royale they're just testing all these systems for something far bigger the planes the trains the automobiles all of it Hmm. very easy to find people to play with in the dmz there's a squad fill and grouping up with people you encounter I've heard that there's more communal work happening with DMZ like people coming together, working together, communicating. And the few times I played DMZ solo queue, I felt like people were really willing to work together. Like if you pinged a, a thing on the map, they would go there and help you do it, right? You know, you, you would you would go and you know do it together. And I think that that's the kind of game mode thing that, you know, I'm coming to expect more of. Booting up, running around, Finding people to do missions together, looting, campaign, war zone, DMZ, spec ops, extinction, special spe- social spaces, 11 studios, equals writing on the wall. That's what Creature brought up too, extinction, where you're like fighting the aliens or whatever. That's what Creature said. He's like, are they just testing? Like, is all this time has that been has that been the goal? Let's just test out mode after mode after mode. Let's let's test out the DMZ. Let's see if we can do a loot extraction mode. Let's test out Spec Ops being a little bit more PVE centric, not just PVE centric. Look at the way that Spec Ops runs. Where do you go when you do Spec Ops? Do you go into like a linear mission? Do you? Is it go from point A to point B? No, it's not. How did they build Spec Ops? They built Spec Ops in a big, open, almost battle royale sized map. Well, why is that? Are they slowly easing into world systems that are bigger than contained linear missions like this? This is obviously a contained linear mission. You're going from point A to point B. There's doors to walk through, hallways to breach.'ve you, you, you've, you've done this, you've done this many, many times before. So the question is, if that's if, if, if they're building harder PVE content with spec ops, where they put it? They didn't put it into a linear mission. They put it into an open world, like an open world map. You can kind of go wherever you want. Now, obviously, there's limitations on the map size, but all open worlds have limitations on where you can go. Call of Duty is just copying Fortnite at this point. I don't see an MMO. I see them bringing uh, Forge in the next three years. They were hiring somebody in the middle of this year to help build an open world RPG. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they they were hiring somebody sometime this year to build an open-world RPG. Why would they be doing that? If, 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 why would they be doing that if they weren't deciding to do something that was bigger and more all-encompassing? I literally just said a few minutes ago, a hero shooter is across multiple genres. Man, I, I'm surprised you guys are still debating that in the chat. Listen, I think hero shooter is generic enough to say there are elements of hero shooter inside of destiny just like people claim that it's not an mmo but we would say well no but destiny is an action mmo it's like mmo light we've we've had we've gone round and round on these debates before game classifications are nebulous they're liquid they're movable they're not rigid they're not The only time they get rigid is when somebody's like, well, is it a first-person shooter? Because sometimes you can go third-person. You know what I'm saying? Like, generally speaking, you don't get too rigid unless you're talking about something that's more descriptive. Like, an FPS is descriptive of the game. It's a first-person shooter perspective. But, like, hero shooter is generic enough, I think, that you could say, oh, no, yeah, Black Ops 3, Black Ops 4, there there was definitely elements of hero shooter there. There were literal specialists that you could pick that had their own gun and their own ability. That's really, that's like right out of a hero shooter. Almost all of them except for the traditional PvP. They're slowly uh, integrating says Creature. PvE in is in like how many modes now says Creature? Right. Look at, look at what Fortnite's doing. Fortnite's doing the same thing. There are now PvE missions to do on the battle royale map and you get loot when you complete it. Now, I don't know what kind of loot. Somebody that plays that game would have to educate me. Is it like cool things for your character or is it loot to use in that round in that game? That would be, you know, that would be a fundamental question to ask. But there there, there are there are PvE missions right now that you can do when you're playing Fortnite and look at what Call of Duty is doing. You can you can drop into DMZ and there are missions, there are quests. Look at how many missions they put into the DMZ. Look at those missions and tell me that that's that doesn't feel like something more than just, oh, this is our attempt at extraction. Destiny's not a hero shooter. There's no limits on how many classes can be on each team. There's no forced abilities, weapons. Yeah, nobody's saying that it has that. Hero shooters are based on mobile mechanics. Right, but when, when you say there's elements of hero shooter, or yeah, it's, it's basically a hero shooter. I mean, it's a blend of both. De- Destiny's PvP was basically Halo and the hero shooter having a baby. Like, acting like there aren't hero shooter elements in Destiny, I, I don't, that, that that seems like wasted effort. Just admit that there's elements and move on can be both in Fortnite. There are many bosses on the map that drop high-tier loot, also challenges, rewarding XP, emotes, ETC. Oh, it can be both. You can get both. Okay. The strongholds in Warzone are PvPVE. You kill the AI to get good loot, kill streaks, ETC. You see what I'm saying? As we've said before... If you're going to make these kinds of changes, you got to slowly boil the frog, right? We know that that metaphor is not true anymore. So, you know, Weezy Weezy shattered that illusion the other day that you can't really boil a frog slowly in the water, but it's it's the idea that you turn the temperature up slowly and it's less noticeable, right? So, if 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 I if I throw you into, you know, a, a jacuzzi and the temperature's at 9, you're going to jump right back out. You're like, "Oh my gosh, that's too hot." If you get into a jacuzzi and the temperatures at like a six, and it slowly works its way up to nine, you might be less. You might notice it less because you're just get, you're just slowly adjusting to the temperature. You do this when you shower, right? I feel like that's what's going on. It's like, well, they're taking every element of the game and they're blending it. the The, the battle royale has elements of PVE. The PVE. The PVE now has PvP in it, right? You know, DMZ, DMZ is now, like, the, uh, another blending of the two worlds. And not just a blending of the two worlds, but it's it's got things in it that feel far more mission-based than just pure extraction-based, pure loot-based. There's so many missions in DMZ, people have a couple hundred hours on DMZ already, and they don't have all the higher-tier missions completed, and that's just at launch. Exactly, Hollow. pods for kids now average age of gamer is 28 and up so anytime people talk about Fortnite or Call of Duty being for kids I don't know what demographic you're talking about are you talking about kids that are 29 years old yeah yeah can't boil a frog and Vikings didn't wear horns and Frankenstein was the scientist and not the monster the fiction is better sometimes (laughs) that's right that's right destiny black ops 3 overwatch all the other hero shooters aside from those destiny and black ops 3 is not a hero shooter it is it's not it's not you really pick a character with abilities it's a hero shooter it's arena yeah i don't think what he said is like way out in left field he didn't claim that he didn't claim that destiny was a real-time strategy or an XCOM game weren't call of duty overwatch and destiny one all published by the same company no no at the time at the time wasn't overwatch strictly under blizzard that's not true now right with blizzard activision at the time though overwatch was strictly blizzard right when did the activision blizzard thing happen? call of duty and destiny one were both published by activision and that's what that was one of the questions i had how much knowledge share was there like was activision letting call of duty see things in destiny ahead of time you think it's a coincidence that destiny supers ended up in black ops 3 a year after destiny launched my man youtube lurker with eight months and it's a vip membership Thanks for another month of great content and conversations. Thank you, YouTube Lurker. Guys, if you're enjoying the show, do all the things. Smash the like button. Make sure you're subscribed so you can talk in my chat. I'm a safer work broadcaster. This is basically video game radio. You can throw me on in the background of your day. If you want to become a member, it's five bucks a month. You get into all my extra content, and it does support me directly. Uh we really ask for memberships as opposed to running advertisements. That's why we have a member goal in the corner uh every twenty five I have to gift five back so be here as often as you can that means you're way more likely to get one when the gifters start going crazy. Pretty kids wouldn't know who Indiana Jones Zavala master chief han solo e t c and fortnite yeah you think they're putting all those characters in Fortnite for kids. <laughs> I forgot about that. I remember having those combos about Supers and Black Ops after D1. That's right. That's right. And the thread that I'm trying to tie together here is it has now been confirmed that Black Ops 3 was going to be an open world game. They scrapped it. But Black Ops 3 still went forward with specialists, and those specialists were very much like the classes that you could pick in Destiny. Which to me it's like, oh well, they went forward with some of their plans anyway. Like as they were planning to do an open world game, they had these classes with abilities and and different weapons that they could use. Yo, my man, online MVP gift in five. I did one this morning just to say thank you to the earlier arrivals. That's a reason to be here right at the beginning of the day when the stream starts. I gifted one, so that takes us to six for the day. Thank you, online MVP. It goes to Retribution Zenith point zero live another anime Curtis Emerson Sydney and I'm not we're waiting to see who grabs that fifth one Lemuel Wilson thank you guys so much for being here if you just got a membership we welcome and invite you into our members only discord as well as all of our members only content that we do every day it's Tuesday that means we'll be doing new trailer Tuesday when I break to have my lunch I hang out with members only and we check out all the latest trailers it's a great way for you to catch up on all the latest games that have been announced or are coming thing that ruined COD for me was the loot chest in COD World War 2 what didn't you like about the loot chests in that game? What what about that ruined it for you? If you look at how one of the most hotly debated things in COD, right? You got loadouts, you got the perk systems. I mean, even even the Modern Warfare Two gunsmith system. It just seems like they built something far more. Uh, I don't know it seems bigger than it needed to be it feels like it's attached to something else like you've got levels for all of the guns you've got all the different attachments you've got attachments unlocking on different weapons like hey go and use this lmg and then use an m16 to get all of the things for your m4 why would you why would you create such an interwoven system you know why would you why would you set it up in that way that would that would be my question More so a majority as a whole, kids wouldn't know who those iconic 90s characters or video game characters are. Got they added, uh, Kevin Colorado as a Mexican TV show character from the 80s. Right. That's the, yeah, that's the point. Anytime people talk about, like, Call of Duty and Fortnite being for kids... I just don't think you're looking at the demographics I I don't, I I know younger generations are playing Call of Duty and Apex and Fortnite, but man oh man a large portion of the people playing those games are mid 20's and up you know what I'm saying the Destiny style specialists were in Black Ops 4 they actually were in Black Ops 3 a year after Destiny came out Destiny 1 came out in 2013 uh, 2014. A year later in 2015, Black Ops 3 released and had specialists that at least 3 or 4 of them were like carbon copy supers from Destiny 1. Now, they 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 doubled down in Black Ops 4 and they kept the specialists and added more and gave them more more things they could do. They continued to sort of iterate on the idea. And then if you look at all the other modes they've, they've tried out, like Extinction, and Survival, and Spec Ops, they've continually tried out all these different game types, all these different mode types, and that's our working theory, is I believe they're working on a Call of Duty open world game right now. Then I don't think it's the spin-off game. I don't I know they've said there's gonna be like a spin-off ghost game where you learn about like his origins or whatever I, I th- that's I don't think that's it I think that's gonna be like a spin-off game 30 or forty dollars or something I, it, it, middle of this year they had a job posting that when it got noticed they deleted it almost immediately it's like well why are you being that protective of that fact why don't you want people knowing that you're building an open-world RPG like what's the deal what's the what's the What's the problem here? Why would... Like, who does that? Who posts a job posting for something like that and then immediately deletes it like the day it's discovered by the internet? Eleven Studios are on the franchise and we've been getting crap like Vanguard. That was the other thing that we were talking about last night when we were prepping for this show. It was like, why... Like, does this make sense of why Eleven Studios can't seem to to push out really, really good games? Imagine having 11 studios working on a game like, I don't even know, like Titanfall 2. Imagine if the 11 studios were working on that game. How much bigger and better the campaign would have been, how much bigger and better virtually everything would have been. There was one studio working on Titanfall 2. WW2 loot boxes were shady AF. Why do they always do that kind? Do that and ruin the mystery behind certain characters. Like leave Ghost B. Be. The best thing is that we don't know who he is. Oh no, I think they love doing that. Yeah, I actually like. They're gonna cash in on his popularity. No, yeah, no, no problem doing that. Why would why would they not? You know what I'm saying? Why would they not cash in on his popularity? demographics are a tertiary concern for these companies they want as many people regardless of age they'll do anything to bring in more people for a longer amount of time I was simply pushing back against somebody saying in chat that like call of duty is for kids now I was like no I don't think so I don't think we see evidence for that Just tuning in, been super busy this morning. Good to see you, Newtonian. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this morning. If you're just tuning in, I'll give you a recap. I believe that Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 are testing grounds ...for a Call of Duty open-world game. There was a job posting in the middle of this year... ...where they were hiring for somebody to help build an open-world RPG. We now have it confirmed that Black Ops 3 at one point in time... ...was going to be an open-world game. They scrapped it. But if you look at Black Ops 3 and how it launched with specialists... ...and how those specialists had a lot in common with the Destiny classes this, you know, obviously launching Black Ops 3 a year after Destiny. There could have been a lot of knowledge share between the companies because they were both published by Activision at the time. Bungie's obviously no longer under Activision. They're now under Sony ownership. And to me, to me, if you look at what they could have done with Black Ops 3, I know they doubled down. There was more specialists. There were more abilities in Black Ops 4. And then you look at things like DMZ, Spec Ops, the Modern Warfare 2 Raids, uh, if you look at the way that they set up the story if you look at the crafting in the campaign it, there there's so many pieces and parts here that feel like they're testing something much larger right a lot of the top zombie youtubers were talking about this years ago yeah and like an open world zombies thing exactly think about it like let's say you really love zombies and there's an open world call of duty. You could have sections of the map where you go and you click something and there's like a mission to do to go and do zombies and clear them out if you think about do you remember extinction wasn't that the thing where you like fought the aliens like they've had they've had game modes where we've been fighting aliens they've got modes where you're you know you're you're standing and, and trying to protect yourself against zombies they had survival mode where you know waves and waves essentially horde mode you know waves and waves of enemies just kept coming They've been testing the mechanics and zombies for a long time. Right. Yo, good morning, Wolfie. They did that and they called it infected. Infected? What what's what was I don't remember infected. Wasn't that just like a game mode where you could infect each other and like, it was like a party mode, was it not? They tried open world zombies in Cold War with Outbreak, and Vanguard Zombies was almost entirely like Outbreak. Could Outbreak be considered another test? right like think about that hollow if you're telling me I'm, I'm i'm going on your authority here i'm not a zombies expert in call of duty i kind of stayed away from zombies but if you're telling me they tried open world zombies in cold war with outbreak and then they mimicked it in vanguard they didn't strip it down or go back to basics yeah i would say that'd be another test i've continually looked at fortnite and said that they're testing loot table systems mechanics vehicles weapons building different things on the map, different live events, they're testing to build something far bigger. If the same thing's happening with Call of Duty, then you have to look at everything they've done under a completely different microscope. Well, Why have they done what they've done with zombies? Why have they done what they've done with all the modes in Warzone? Why does it feel like Modern Warfare 2 got the short end of the stick and they're focusing more on the free stuff and on Warzone. Well, Modern Warfare 2 could be suffering from the same fate that everything else is right now. Low quality, low polish, and it's because it's simply a testing ground for something bigger than itself. You have a stealth mission in Modern Warfare 2 where you craft and you never do it again until the very last mission. But that's it. You're literally crafting things on the fly. You're looting and picking things up. A whole loot table... A whole miniature economy for crafting and we don't do it anywhere else. Do you guys remember we were doing that mission and everybody said, oh, this is how that's going to be in the DMZ. Everybody thought that. Everybody thought, oh, this is attached to the DMZ. It's seemingly attached to nothing. Then go into the DMZ and look at the key system for the the strongholds. Look at the looting system. Look at the Look at the way the loot is colored. Look at the way the loot has valued. Look at the way that the loot is organized and categorized. Do you think that's all just for an extraction mode? Or are they testing something else? Are they testing what would it feel like to do really hard missions and get a loot reward? What would it look like to do really hard missions and get loot and rewards that that are better than the rewards or the things that you're getting on the rest of the map? So now you have tier levels of loot, tier levels of activities and content, and it's all blended on one map. Look at the way that Spec Ops is not linear mission design like traditional Call of Duty linear mission design. Spec Ops is like literally open world missions. They 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 let you they let you do essentially Spec Ops is like open world missions. They drop you on this big, huge map the size of like a battle royale map and let you roam around and attack the mission from your own, from your own perspective, what you want to do. Does that remind you of anything? Do you remember that game called Ghost Recon Wildlands? It was basically an open world Ghost Recon game with quests and missions all over the map. If you look at Spec Ops in DMZ and the way they use the map and the way, way they use the open areas... I don't know. It feels like it's all testing for something bigger. How many tests is the community going to excuse before they walk away? That's an excellent question. Are you? Have you played anything in the last couple of years that has felt like Eleven Studios built it? Like, be honest. Like, look at the quality of Call of Duty. Look at the quality of Warzone, Modern Warfare 2, and Warzone 2, and, and answer the question. Do you feel like you're playing something that has more studios on it than virtually almost any other game in existence? How many games have you played that have 11 studios? In my opinion, it's my opinion, but I felt MW2 is getting less love than Warzone 2 because 1 is free and has more folks going into that funnel. A lot of people paid the 70, yes, but let's be real here, more folks are going to jump into the f the free-to-play route with Warzone over the $70, just my thoughts. Right, I, you're not wrong, Myrtle you're not wrong like the question would be <laughs> well this is getting there we're really getting there think about this for a second Myrtle. what if that's some kind of a 900 IQ play to make that purchase a full price purchase suddenly less appealing you start thinking it. Well, it just makes more sense I get more money's worth from the free from not paying like, if you're going to do an open world Call of Duty, a great way to get people in the funnel and a great way to have a bustling open world is to have everyone thinking into in the realm of, yeah, you don't pay to play Call of Duty. We've all moved away from doing that. Oh, frick. Where was I? Oh, I was in the chat box. Um Lono, is it okay for me to restream your broadcast to multiple channels while you're live? No commentary and links to your channel, just want to get your permission. Where would you restream me? I don't that's not that's not typically something that people allow. Where would you be restreaming me? I think that's confusing for people. It's my theory, says Creature. LOL. They don't need to test that game mode. They know it works. They know it's got a short shelf life. That game mode is on the decline. The creature's opinion is that the arena shooter is out, is on the way out, right? Discord servers. No, I mean, no, you don't have my permission to do that. Redistributing my content is not. If you want to share my content, if you want to clip my content and like post it in discord servers to let people know like, hey, here's a great place to hang out. That'd be awesome but restreaming my content elsewhere is not something that most live streamers would be okay with, right? I mean, it's six to one half a dozen of another, right? If somebody catches the stream in Discord, doesn't like what I'm saying, is like, I want to give this guy a piece of my mind or agree with him or debate him, you know? It's just for our private community. I mean, I obviously can't stop you, but my preference would be to say, hey, if you guys dig this game or these types of conversations here's a link to the live stream, you can come and interact with him. You know what I'm saying? Oh. They can come into my Discord server as a member and they can listen to, to the stream without being on YouTube. So you restreaming it is like undercutting something that we quite literally charge like, money for like we we use our discord server as an optional way to listen to the broadcast for our for the people that pay money now they can't see me and they can't hear the music but they can hear the you know my voice like a podcast so uh people would be willing to immerse themselves let's say a 10 year project in an open world call of duty instead of a yearly reset if you look more and more at the pattern of games i'm telling you this is where things are going you're going to blink, and in four years, open world, ongoing live service is going to be like a just a common buzzword that you constantly hear. Open world, ongoing game, open world live service. I just think that's where things are going. It t- the, the amount of work it takes to build these worlds, to build these games, to build the, the maps and everything tie it all together so that it can keep going. Tie it all together so that it's, it's interconnected and, you know, the value the value is something that goes on and doesn't just stay static for, you know, one game for 18 months I'm enjoying COD because it's not those other games go down that route and I'm probably bouncing yeah, but the question would be, Eugene would you bounce if, let's say we're half right Lately, what we've been saying, and this is something that you've been saying, Eugene, something that I've been saying, is that they're making a, a, a mode for everyone. If you want to play a shooter, and you want to play arena, you want to play battle royale, you want to play extraction, you want to play hard content like spec ops or, or, or raids, they're making content for everybody. What if that's still true? They just tie it all together in the in the hub... The Call of Duty HQ, that Call of Duty hub becomes the central connection point, which then becomes a social space. Like, look at the way that people play Destiny, right? There were people that booted up that game and never ever touched PvP or they never ever touched, like, strikes and raids unless they had to, okay? And if you booted up a Call of Duty, and that's essentially how it functioned, you click on a hopper, you click on a hopper to go play, you know, arena. You click on a hopper to go run spec ops missions. You click, you click on a hopper to go, you know, p- play what you enjoy right now, which is DMZ. As reported by Tweet Town, Activision's annual 2021 report states that the Call of Duty series uh, has now has more than three thousand people working on it. Right. Do you feel like you're playing a game that that has three thousand people working on it? When you play Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2, do you feel like you're playing something that has 11 studios working on it? I don't know. It, it, it None of this feels like a big, grand project. It all feels like we're touching the tip of an iceberg. Like, these are all connected to other things. That's the theory that I'm putting forth today. If you guys have been enjoying the theory, the back and forth, the debates, the discussions, make sure you're smashing like consider hitting subscribe if you want to talk in my chat. Subscribing is free. You can consider becoming a member or gifting members and help us get our goal. And thanks so much for being here. I love hearing from people that don't agree with me, by the way. We could be 100% off the mark here with our theory. It quite literally could be that they want a central hub that has 10 different ways to play Call of Duty and it's not interconnected and there is no open world game being built. Feels like a money grab. Every game is a money grab. What do you mean? Every 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 company wants your money. That's They all have that in common. Company that makes, you know, tennis shoes, cheeseburgers, or video games. That's what they want. They want your money. There's no way that many people are working on this game, says Sorcerer. That's where our theory started forming Sorcerer. It was like, if there's that many people working on Call of Duty, what are they working on? I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing some big grand 11 studio thing. I'm not. If it was a money grab, why would you employ 3,000 people? Yeah, why would you employ 3,000 people and make most of the content free? It could very well be that they are just incompetent as F and are doing nothing in the background, but it's more fun for me to imagine they're doing something amazing right like what's I try to think of it in the realm of probability what's more likely that they have a bigger plan that we haven't yet seen and this is all attached to a bigger plan or are they just really bad at 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 making games and making them polished hey a seventeen month milestone for Christina and it's a member plus welcome back in Christina maybe they're like Twitter <laughs> You do like 500 and churn something that is passable. Oh, yeah, yeah, you'd have like 500 some people work on it, churn something that's passable, exactly. I hope it's free because their paid offerings seem to continue to be lacking, which is unfortunate. Oh, Sledgehammer's working on the DLC. Games have never been with less devs, let's be honest. Oh, games have been better with less devs. Let's be honest. I don't agree with that at all. Insomniac games got better as they grew and got more devs. Gorillas games have gotten better with more devs. I'm fairly certain Santa Monica expanded their dev count, and that really helped their sequel. I don't agree with that at all. You go go back and play. Go back and play your your cherished, you know, games that were in your mind from a better generation. You know, go back and play them and then compare them to the average indie title. I don't think they stack up. I prefer the arena shooters over BR. I feel like both are necessary now," says Mark a Word. Right. I know there are people that prefer arena shooter. I think the issue with the arena shooter is that folks are moving on. I think that's the main problem, Mark. I think Halo is facing that difficulty. I think Call of Duty is facing that difficulty. I just think people have moved on from the arena shooter and I don't know if they're going to want to go back. It's almost like think of it this way do you remember the games that were point and click adventure games? Okay Sam and Max hit the road and games like that okay. Those game types still show up every now and again but on average, when someone wants to send you out on an adventure game experience, they're no longer doing that, right? The demand for point and click adventures has gone down significantly. And it's understandable. It was it was a this is the best we can do at the time. New sub I like to listen to you talk. Always has me thinking. Thank you. Um, man, let's get some gifted members when somebody's going to compliment like that. Let's get somebody like that a membership. I wish we could click on people and give them one. Um, so the restrictions of video game development at the time had them sort of restrained and constrained and point and click adventure games were sort of the pinnacle of what you could experience at the time. But over time, point and click adventure games have sort of gotten left behind, right? If you think of arena shooters in the same way, I think you can start to see the pattern. Hey, my man Demonize, always so generous. You gifted some yesterday as well. That takes us to 11, getting us closer to our daily goal. Take these gifted members, BB, Elico, Guile Franco, Patrick, Matthew. Yo, Zoten says, I'll do my own membership, bro. I don't need a gifted. I appreciate that very, very much. I would love to see a new member train. If you enjoy my content on the regular, don't sit around and wait for a gifted. Pick one up yourself. Make room for the folks who can't afford a gifted Um You can click that join button. It's five bucks a month. Five bucks goes a long way when lots of people do it. And if five bucks is too much for you, I get it. You know, times are tough. People are buckling down. That's why we have Gifteds. We got really generous people here. But if you can't afford it and you consume my content on the regular, consider doing it. It helps us not run ads. It helps us keep doing shows every day. Too much interconnection dilutes the overall experiences, Paul. If they were to open, uh, if they went the way of open world PvEVP, it needs to be standalone for a better tailored experience. Let's get the train rolling," says Demonized. That's right. Well, think about the argument that I was just making, though. We left behind point and click adventure games. They're still around, but do you think they're in high demand? Like, do you honestly think the average action adventure game is 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 struggling to sell more than a point and click adventure game? Okay. Have arena shooters gone the same way? Were arena shooters the the, the the building blocks of what we play today and they were constrained by technical limitations? I'll make you another example or analogy. I'll give you another example or analogy. Whenever I was playing New World, I told everybody, I think the future MMORPG games, that that vibe, that feel... I said two things, they're going to be more mid lane and approachable because I think more people are now, you know, the people that grew up and cut their teeth on EverQuest and World of Warcraft, well now they're married, now they have kids, now they have jobs, like they can't play 16 hours every single day. So they're going to be more mid lane. They're going to be more approachable. And the other thing I said was they're going to move away from traditional MMO combat and they're going to go more towards the moment to moment action style combat. And look at what we've seen. They've made significant changes in New World just to do that. To to give it a more action feel. And then look at all the games coming out. Look at all the big MMOs on the horizon. You know, Blue Protocol and ashes of creation and others they're all going more toward that action style moment-to-moment combat why because traditional mmo combat was constrained by technology uh, i enjoy hearing your take on game news my g4 tv thank you i appreciate that very very much did i call out the gifted members i did not BB, Elico, Guile, Patrick, and Matthew S. Did I call out your names? I hope I did. You guys got a gifted membership. Make sure and thank Demonize. We're very, very close to me having to do it myself. Doom, Quake, CSGO, Unreal Tournament, COD, and now Warzone Apex Fortnite changed the game in that order. Of, oh, of course. Of course. I would argue that yeah no I think you got the order correct I was gonna think that COD did hit before unreal tournament but I think you're right it was doom then it was quake well quake 2 then quake 3 quake 3 arena quake 3 arena and rocket arena were huge then unreal tournament just for the record if Lono starts complaining about not being uh bangable I'm leaving wait what why would I complain about that did you come in and say something about that Zuby? Gifted himself a membership. That's right. Why would I complain about that? Oh, G4 TV. I get it. I get it. <laughs> don't like it. Don't watch. Peace. <laughs> I'm uh, I need a black and white scene. Can we have a moment of silence for G4 TV? <laughs> Jeepers. I think that's what hurts Spec Ops so much. What hurts Spec Ops, Paul? Are you behind Lono? Make sure you're live. Yeah, I'm live. I'm live. I'm on the... um, I'm on live. (laughs) How to end a show in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) After all these years of content creation, little do we know that the secret recipe for growing a channel is to insult your audience and tell them not to watch. Sometimes you get exactly what you ask for. Paul says interconnection with the rest of the game, same with DMZ. See, no, I disagree. That's not what makes Spec Ops and DMZ like feel half-baked. I feel that DMZ and Spec Ops are half-baked because they're They're, half-baked. Their systems aren't even finished. Or at least not well explained. Spec Ops launched and it wasn't even finished. Like the star system was just like, it's here, but it's not working yet. Right? It was like somebody dropped a car off in your driveway and was like we, we didn't connect any of the parts on the inside so it, it's pretty but it doesn't run. They completely botched the, the, the delivery of Spec Ops. I was going to grind that on the regular and do raid prep and I literally couldn't get the system to work right. I can't look at that and be like oh that's clearly because That's clearly because of being interconnected. No, it's because you did a bad job. You know, and DMZ, DMZ for the most part is good. But the glitches, the glitches just feel like a lack of polish. I don't feel like the glitches and the bugs in DMZ are, are because of interconnectedness. Thought you enjoyed DMZ? I did enjoy DMZ. We're talking So what Paul said, Khaled, was he said that he feels interconnecting everything hurts quality and ends up diluting things right and he said that he thinks dmz and spec ops both suffer because of being interconnected and so i was talking about spec ops and spec ops was supposed to be like a pve grind in order for people to raid prep and then dmz is their extraction mode right so when I look at the DMZ and its bugs and its glitchiness, because it is pretty glitchy, especially when you first go in, and then when you back out or you leave, it can be, or you end the game, it can be really weird. It just doesn't seem to run all that well. And then I go to Spec Ops, and the lack of things working in Spec Ops, none of that seems indicative or symptomatic of like, yeah, man, it's all interconnected. They they shouldn't have they shouldn't have connected all these systems. I, I don't I don't think that's the cause of the pro of, of the problems I, I don't to be fair it's a massive world with 66 players and tons of AI and missions going on at the same time yeah and hmm what could that what could that be testing <laughs> you know I I don't know you know that that sounds like you could be testing open-world mission-based AI systems and, you know, and looting systems and multiple players in a, in a server together simultaneously running around. Like, you know, feels like maybe they could be testing something. I, you know, I don't know. Yo, good morning, this reverence. How are you? Halo doesn't need a reason to be monetized more than it already is. Right. Thank you for the gifted sub, says uh, TR Shaffa. Yeah, guys, thank you already for gifting some members. I did one this morning. I gifted one just to say thank you to the early arrivals. We've had uh, we've had ten more, and then one person became a member all on their own. If this down here in the corner hits twenty five, I have to give five to pay it forward. So thank you being here. Thank you so much for being here. DMZ can be made better with more incentive structures. The Xville streak, for example, it makes me sure I do a contract every drop now right right I mean I I have a question one of the first pieces of my theory is based on the fact that Black Ops 3 introduced specialists and those specialists felt very Destiny-esque do you see a connection between those specialists and that Black Ops 3 was apparently going to be an open world game and they scrapped it am I drawing a connection there that is fair like the specialists were the result of them trying to do an open world game? Or do you think they're wholly disconnected? Because that's the beginning of my theory. As we were talking about this last night, I said to Creature, I said, wait a minute, wasn't Black Ops 3 the one that had all the abilities that felt like Destiny? Because that was the last one I played and it drove me nuts. My question, says We the People, is what games do you think? They're going to try and model their systems after. And do you think it'll be something truly unique? I could see it being like Destiny and Division had a baby, and that you know, and and put a Call of Duty outfit on it. Maybe they're planning to use some of these concepts in the Ghost spinoff. It's possible. I wouldn't be surprised, Sven, if the the Modern Warfare Two stealth mission, where you're like crafting, it wouldn't shock me at all if that crafting system shows up in the Ghost game. It's like they really want to establish him as like this guy that survives off the la- off the land because he's kind of the reason that you craft in that mission. He's like walking you through how to do it, what to grab, what to do. So I could see the crafting system show up in go in the, in the Ghost spinoff game. DMZ though, you're using guns from other modes. As Paul, if you unlock a gun from playing PvP modes take them into DMZ is awful. I'm not sure what you mean. You're using guns from other modes. If you unlock a gun from playing PvP modes, taking them into DMZ is awful. I, why? Oh, because none of the attachments are there? That would be plausible if that comes back in Ghost Campaign. I, I'm telling you, they're... If it, wonder what they call the game Call of Duty Modern Warfare Ghost yeah probably something like Ghost Origin Story or I don't know Ghost or Origin of the Ghost I don't know I don't know what they'd call it none of those sound good don't many shooters have operators specialists nowadays Battlefield 2042 Valorant Rainbow Six Siege right it's not about the presence of the specialist Goku it's about they added specialists to the game They added specialists to the game at a time when they were building open world. Does that make sense? So my point being, I think chicken or the egg, right? I think specialists were born out of the open world concept. I think they were trying to make a game where you would pick a specialist and then go play in the open world and it would feel more like destiny than call of duty, or it would feel like destiny borrowed ideas from call of duty. That, that's my point is I don't think the specialists were just born in a vacuum. I don't think they coincidentally mimicked a lot of what you saw in Destiny. I think all of that was by design because they were originally building an open world Call of Duty with Black Ops 3 that has since been scrapped. The, leaks, the Call of Duty leaks that came out yesterday, that's what they pointed to. A hundred images showcasing like, yeah, no, this was going to happen. There was going to be an open world Call of Duty. You may have covered this, but do you think they already have something in the oven or maybe in QA? Or do you think this is a test to see if production is a go? I think they are building it right now. Yes. Yes. Middle of 2022, there was a job posting for somebody to help build an open world RPG. When it was discovered by the press and YouTubers, it was promptly taken down. Now, I don't know why you would try to keep that quiet. Hey, we're trying to hire somebody for an open world RPG. It makes it to the press circuit and starts getting talked about and then they delete it. Well, deleting it to me tells me that you don't want people to know you're doing that. You want it to be kept a secret. Well, if you're keeping something a secret, it's either a giant divergence from your typical brand delivery and you don't want the press to get out from underneath of you, or it's something really, really big that you're trying to keep under wraps. Preacher says, I think they've been building it since 2013. We have the proof of it now. Right. It's just disappointing that they're already working on the next thing when the current game has so many game-breaking issues. It's just the way things are now, unfortunately. Tuco, that's related to our theory. There's a reason that these games feel so lacking in polish. There's a reason. The reason is... They're not getting the full breadth of the the 11 studios, the 3,000 employees. They're not getting that. That's not how many people are actually working on the games. That's not it. That's not true. There we go. Trying to make my desk look a little bit more presentable. Soap versus Mason. Soap, yeah. We're talking about something like a Far Cry-like game by Call of Duty? yeah I could see that if they've been working on it for almost 10 years that makes me more worried TBH Creature says if 11 studios were focused on this we wouldn't have issues they're worried about bigger things we the people says very much true there I've seen that several times HR helps build out that profile and buzzwords for a job posting and sometimes doesn't pay attention to the confidential words and the wording but are the 11 studios working on the entire COD or just Warzone? That's another great question. If they were all working on Warzone, why is Warzone having all the troubles that it's having? Do you think Warzone's in a great state? Sure doesn't seem that way. I think the COD studios are spread thin, given how many modes, four of which have huge sandbox open-world maps. Uh, They're in Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Yeah. Think about what you just said, Zaf. Oh, I think they're spread thin, given how many modes, okay? And then how do you substantiate your position? Four of the modes are huge sandbox open world maps. Huh. So, nine years ago, they scrapped the idea of doing an open world call of duty. They push out specialists that seem a whole lot like Destiny, which is like a quasi-open-world live-service shooter. And then nine years later, a lot of the game is taking place in an open-world environment. Spec Ops, open-world. DMZ, open-world. Warzone, open-world. All the different modes in Warzone, open-world. Obsolete? Who's saying obsolete? Oh, they're trying to save their franchise from becoming obsolete. They don't want to become Halo. You think Warzone was for fun, not to be more relevant than an arena shooter? Right. Like Warzone was definitely there. We got to get out of the rut. They were not in a good play. They were not in a good place commercially. Think about the number of studios and the number of employees working on Call of Duty pre Warzone. They probably were very much like, "Bro, we we need to get out of this. What what we're what we're doing isn't working." Arena Arena has been on the way out for a while. I think that's another element to this. Another element to this equation is is that. It's another element of the equation here is that at one point they had to say we need to do something different with our brand. We need something different with, with, with Call of Duty. Stripped down arena is not working anymore. And it could be why Modern Warfare 2 is slowly sliding seemingly in many people's minds. It's just slowly sliding down in priority. And it's a $70 game. And the campaign, I I thought the campaign was good, but what's the primary issue with the campaign? The voice acting, is it the writing? No, it's all the bugs and all the glitches. All the bugs and all the glitches. That was like my second playthrough of the Modern Warfare Two campaign. That was my biggest complaint. I still think the stealth missions trash, and I still think the last mission is a giant record scratch that doesn't land the way that they wanted it to land. At least it didn't land that way for me. But my biggest issue with the call with the, with the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two campaign was the gum glitches and bugs. Very slowly, the arena shooter is getting less and less priority. Says creature. Didn't they try a BR in Black Ops 4 before Warzone? This third person, it was called Blackout. Yeah, there were a lot of references to Blackout made uh, before the new the latest it, um, the latest iteration of Warzone before it came out. I thought there was a lot of people saying that like it was going to be reminiscent of Blackout. The zombies mode in Cold War was open world sandbox 2. Black Ops 4 had the first test of open world with its BR mode. COD's been flirting with the idea for years at this point. See, now you're starting. If you put on the right pair of glasses, I think dots start connecting. Are they connected? No, we don't know that definitively. Could they be connected? Oh, for sure. If you put on the right pair of glasses and you look at everything Call of Duty's been doing with all of its releases, with all of its games, with all of its game modes, you can start to connect some dots. You can only get them, it seems, from building twenty when building twenty one is active. When you get a key card, put it in your stash, and it won't be consumed when you choose B twenty one. The map has a ton of fun and great loot. Oh, what are y'all talking about? Have, oh, have you gotten a key card to the building yet? Ugh, blackout's truly forgotten. It was Cod's first attempt at a battle royale. Right. I don't think anybody's saying that like Blackout still has a pre- presence. I think what people are saying is they've clearly been trying to get into these, into these lanes for a while. DMZ is the open world game. It's in beta right now. Right. I personally think that Call of Duty DMZ is bigger than just an extraction mode. I think it's an open world game test. I do. I think if you look at Spec Ops and the raid, I think you see more evidence of an ongoing live service shooter being tested. I do. That's what I think. The dots were are there for sure, says Sven. Literally a Destiny tower in World War II. Yeah, World War II, they tested out like a Destiny-style tower yeah look at the quest look at the quest overlay for that and the little icons for the for the um the different character the different npcs that you can go talk to guys could we get 200 likes on this video we've had more than enough people here today make sure you're smashing that like button we don't like to have to ask for them uh and when you come in just make that a ritual if you listen throughout the week that'll also help you get gifted members we've already had 12 members today Uh, 11 of those are gifted. We'd love to see people start doing memberships on their own. Uh, it's, it's always a little bit slanted towards mostly gifted. We know YouTube's a little bit different than Purple, uh, but we do not. I don't run ads, and one of the reasons I don't have to do that during the live environment is because folks are doing memberships. Their main player base plays on console, and that means they're very limited by the technical capabilities of the consoles. Open world games take so much on a performance level. Well, that's actually a good point, Olaf. If you look at the graphical fidelity of the game when you play the DMZ, like you can see, they have a lot of the stuff turned down. It doesn't look like this. (laughs) When you play DMZ, it don't look like this. (laughs) You don't have like dynamic weather and super detailed lighting. You know what I'm saying? But now consoles are catching up. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe Paul says the subgenres of shooters are doing fine for sure. PVP and still have the arena DNA like hero shooters and tactical shooters, Siege, Counter Strike, Overwatch, Valorant. Yeah, but y- you're talking about games where that's all they are, Paul Siege counter-strike overwatch and Valorant. you're like oh yeah they're all doing fine yeah and that's literally all they are is an arena style shooter with different different variations obviously look at look at this screenshot from when in in world war two when they had like a hub let me see if I can get this let me drag it up there perfect look at this screenshot Like, tell me they weren't testing out a Destiny version of Call of Duty in World War II. You got NPCs you can go talk to. Look at that overlay. Look at that quest overlay. That looks straight out of Destiny. I don't know, man. I don't know. It continues to feel like on like the sort of the ongoing nature of COD is... Let's, let's look at it another way. Let's say that you were going to build yourself a gym. And in order to build this gym, you need to test all the different equipment and all the different systems that are out there. You wanted really, really good uh, treadmills. You wanted really, really good bikes, which I actually had a company reach out to me. Um, have you guys ever heard of this company? Uh, it's basically... Yes soul with just one S. Yes Soul. Have you heard of these bikes? Apparently they, they see themselves as, as trying to undercut the pricing structure of like the Pelotons. You guys heard of those? I'm just curious. So if you were if you were investing in this gym and you were researching all these pieces and parts, that's what this screenshot feels like to me. It's Call of Duty being like, well, if we're gonna build a big live service game. Let's test it out. Let's test out certain elements of the game. No, haven't heard of them. No, yes, yes. A couple of you have heard of them. Okay. Now, they want to send me a bike. Maybe we should put it... Just put it over there in the corner. You know, just get up and ride it every once in a while. Get a Britney mic and just go over there. (laughs) So, basically what I'm saying, guys, is keep it going. Alright, Call of Duty Open World... (laughs) <laughs> that'd be terrible call of duty having an identity crisis I don't think they're having an identity crisis it, it, it's like they're testing all these different systems was that during the time when Activision owned Bungie like you mentioned they were probably testing ideas Their marketing department may need some tweaking. Not sure I'd choose elephant as the animal to name my exercise bike after. That's the one they want to send me. The G1 elephant. Yeah, I'll start doing spin classes. (laughs) Keep it going, guys. Yeah, I mean... One membership equals one mile on the bike that would be pretty funny right now our member incentive is if we hit 2500 members madam and i have to do a triple header horror weekend uh with until dawn we hit 2000 so we're gonna do the star wars watch party it might make sense to do well that's new year's eve never mind i was like it might make sense to do it this saturday but that's new year's eve uh that would be terrible yo rissick has just been so incredibly generous lately man another big gifted bomb from rissick taking us to 22 if we hit 25 i have to gift five it's going a little bit slower today guys make sure you have your gifteds on make sure you click allow gifts you might need to go into your gifted membership settings and toggle it off and back on again Seems to be going a teensy bit slower, which means you might have a chance to jump in this batch. There they go. There they go. Tuco, Dredgen, uh, Constantinos, Pascal, Lemuel Johnson, uh, Joshua, Kevin, Razor, Zachary, Bruno, and Carbs, Wrath, Time Lost. You guys all got a gifted member. We're three away from the Daily Goal. Risik, that's huge. If you guys just got a gifted member, make sure you get into our members-only Discord. You get access to that now as well as all of our members-only content. We'll be doing a new trailer Tuesday today. It's a great opportunity for you to see brand new games and trailers to put them on your your, uh, radar. We're 2,087 members, so we're 13 members away from 2,100. That's awesome i i feel like we get at 2500 this week how affordable is the uh, gaming classes that you have compared to gunner oh glasses compared to gunner i have a pair of gunner glasses they're expensive uh but are mad the yellow is too saturated as well okay gamer advantage glasses are top tier they're light they're made from like the same flexible material that they make uh um, the tubing for IVs out of, so it goes back to form. It's incredibly light. I've worn Gunners, okay, on my face. You may, you may have seen me wearing them a couple of months ago. Gunners are big. They're heavy. There's tons of glare. Look at this. Look. There's such minimal glare. I was able to re remove my lights to be more directly pointed at me. And the other reason I like them. Make sure and use my code if you guys go get Gamer Advantage glasses. Uh, I, I typically don't do this, but I'm doing it because somebody asked me. Right? Let's put on the other ones. These are the other pair that they sent me. I like these. These are good. And they all... A couple of pairs, not all pairs, have... I dropped them. Okay. I like this. I like this. Because instead of taking prescription sunglasses with me, I just throw these in my jacket pocket or in my pocket. Very flexible. Right? don't have to worry about breaking them um, so yeah I really really like gamer advantage glasses and it's kind of a big deal that we're back with them it kind of is a big deal it'd be awesome if we had kind of a big year with them or you know big end of the year I guess <clears throat> Square ones look better on you in my personal opinion I like both I like both I actually prefer the the circle ones personally I prefer I prefer the circle ones on my uh, on my face shape. I like them both though. I'm trying to get um, I'm going to be getting two more frames from them as well. What's next? Call of Duty Tactical Shooter? <laughs> A Call of Duty mode with Econ? Right? Are Gamer Advantage more expensive than Gunner? I don't think so. I think they're cheaper than Gunner, as far as I know. And cheap's not the right word to use. I wouldn't think that that's the right word to use. All their, like, the frames that I'm wearing right now are $100, and then the Infernos are $100. The square ones I just put on are $100, and you can use my code to get a discount. So, I don't know what Gunners are running. I feel like Gunners are more expensive. Frickin' Gunner made me buy... They made me they made me buy the glasses to work with them. They wouldn't just send me a pair. That was such a freaking waste. I don't even think I made my money back. I don't think I made my money back. Sadly, no. Yeah. <laughs> we it just I don't think people like them as much. I don't think people like them as much. I think they went to their website and just didn't like them as much. COD has TAC mode, just doesn't have the Econ. Right, they do. That's true. They have Prisoner Rescue, and they have Search and Destroy. They could easily add Econ to those modes. Portable and quality is what I look for. The other reason I like these Resident Recon... Right here, watch. This is not going to give me a headache. They're so thin, they're so light, they're so comfortable. And when you throw on some nice over-the-ear headphones... I don't feel this immense pinch because the 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 way that they they make them they're thin on the sides like they're very very light and very very thin. So, I wear square glasses on my square head on my square shoulders. I look like Minecraft. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of things about these uh, that I that I like that make them very very worth uh, you know getting. They are a sponsor that we lost a couple of years ago and are back with, so we're very excited about that. I think that's something that we should be very celebrated and supported as best as we can, right? You could through knockout and this, you could throw knockout in the same category as S and D and Prisoner Rescue. <clears throat> Leaded to Kratos to set a world record. The longest award show acceptance speech in history was Greer Garson in 1942. She spoke for five minutes and 30 seconds. Christopher Judge's speech at the Game Awards was seven minutes and 59 seconds. Just about touched eight minutes, right? I was only half listening. That's amazing they are back. Yeah, we did a big announcement a couple of weeks ago. I thought we were going to beat the door down. I think we have mostly a new community that doesn't know the significance of that they were one of the good ones yeah they were one of the ones that i continued to promote and say listen they're good guys you guys can still support them yeah in the wake of everything they were they were one of the companies that i said that about i didn't say that about the other companies but i didn't i didn't i didn't really get nasty about either of the company i got nasty about that coffee company but who needs them we got our own and uh reforgeroast.com will be back up and running today if you guys are trying to get some of your holiday uh holiday flavor orders into or the triple thread or any of that Ao creature got mod help w got mod help oh what did he help you out got mod help did he help you with something <clears throat> I need to start out my prescription haven't had it checked in like 10 years definitely keep that in mind oh for sure yeah 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 <clears throat> do 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 alright alright We got, let's try and get this thing back on track let's try and get the conversation back on track okay do you think um I, no this is the this is the question right here would you be interested in a call of duty open world live service game like a division or a destiny right you should let the community design the coffee bags no we 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 like our design i sign those i sign those if you've uh if you are interested or not interested i want to know why why or why not some people speculate that there was a big shakeup with the Call of Duty brass because Raven has taken over Warzone communication and reverted a lot of questionable choices. Weezy says personally no. People are saying, "Yes, yes." Really, I've never seen him. Valiant's in the UK, so sometimes it's a scheduling conflict. A lot of my a lot of my long-standing mods, they're just very busy. They've been around since the, you know, since the early days they're just busy I missed the question sorry the question is would you be interested in a call of duty open world live service game like division or destiny like an ongoing thing where there's different activities and that you have it you have a I envision they would basically do the specialist thing like black ops 3 and 4 had and you would pick that as your operator I don't think anyone's taking over. I think each dev has different responsibilities. Myrtle says, My answer is yes. I feel the DMZ is just the beginning of things. It reminds me of the Dark Zone in The Division. That might be the foundation of building out a COD live service. I'm interested, but it depends on the quality, says Lone Wolf. Yes, if they can do it well, I would enjoy an open world COD. I'm interested, says Hollow, because it's something new. If arena shooters are finally getting phased out, or really getting phased out, I should say, uh... This is going to be the next step. Also, an open-world COD that they are committed to sounds great. Retribution says, Division 2 is a pretty hard thing to beat, in my opinion. I think what killed Division was cover to cover. Yeah, there's a handful of things that I think makes it difficult to enjoy the Division. I don't know if it's the cover-based. I I don't know if it's cover-based. I think the issue with the Division was such a heavy reliance on guns and less tech i think it should have been more of a 50 50 i think they should have made your tech and your abilities significantly stronger and made your guns about as good as they were you have all these devs working on a singular title meant to last two years with an expansion responsibilities are divided Silver Surfer says, I think so, because I've lost interest in multiplayer and I don't like Warzone. The raid seems decent, so I'd be willing to try. Dredgen says, It'd be interesting if done right, raids and stuff. I want it to feel more like a battle or war. An open world would be the ultimate next step over Warzone. I could possibly be interested if it had fun missions and story elements, but I don't think COD is an interesting enough world to do that unless they change some things Warzone and DMZ feel big and empty you don't need cover as much in Division 2 once you're specced into a build it would have to be a ready player 1 level for me to stay interested with the marketplace where you could buy and sell uh, NSF items and guns as well as builder element NSF items what, what does that stand for? I was thinking NFS. I was like, are you talking about need for speed? But you put NSF. I was just playing Division 2 this morning for my weekly exotics. That game still has me deep. Not safe for work? Yeah, are you trying to buy not safe for work items in Call of Duty? You meant NFT? Oh, gross. No, we don't want we do not want nfts no that would be the last thing that we want to see no no (laughs) no he's wanting nft call of duty absolutely not no nfts keep those out of video games man yuck no man's down (laughs) man's down for some bad rose skins that's right yeah yeah, we like not safe for work. We hate NFTs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want Rose running around in the bikini, you know what I'm saying. That's your prerogative, but I don't want NFTs in the game. Honestly, after uh, what you went over, I'm convinced that it's in the works. Says Hollow. These years in COD, one year and done open world modes and hints like a crafting system. That's the only. That's only in one campaign mission. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. So you had a team of people, you had a team of people build a crafting system for one mission? Well, one and a half missions? I don't know about that. Can somebody please explain what NFTs are? They're trash. That's all you need to know. An NFT is basically... It's it's a digital item... That you're supposedly supposed to be able to trade and retain value on outside of the game. Um, yeah, NFTs could be traded and sold to other players. Yes. I, I don't know anybody with any any shred of like financial intelligence that's not looked at NFTs and that whole market and just kind of laughs at it. It's just all laughable at this point. The people that are still pushing it and still talking about how like it's the next big thing, it's the next wave. I, they're all they're all going to be, they're all going to be looking for jobs. I, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't have any confidence in that sector at all. I have no confidence in that sector. Like eighty percent of the transactions, eighty percent of the items are are riddled with, or touching some kind of a scam. Basically, Beanie Babies for bros. NFTs are basically an encryption code, nothing more. Well, no, blockchain technology is the encryption technology. NFTs are attaching to... They're attaching to that, right? They're attaching to a piece of the blockchain tech, and then it's represented by a piece of like digital art. Or attached to, in the case of a video game, like a like a cosmetic item or something. We don't want them in video games. You don't. Like I said, NFTs and video games are trying to fix a problem they are creating. Sure. Apparently EA lost FIFA because they wanted to make it all about NFTs. I don't think that's why they lost FIFA. Need coffee BRB. Word. NFTs and crypto are drowning in scammers. Such wasteful use of tech. Yeah. EA was not trying to do anything with NFTs for FIFA. Absolutely false. Yeah, I feel like we would have read about that. Glad that there's mad reje- mass rejection of NFTs in this market. I, all of the NFT video game announcements were met with just anger, ire, and rejection. So I can't see it ever. I don't know. FIFA wanted double the money for the name. Yeah, the FIFA broke down over 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 the license and the and the money. It wasn't because of NFTs. nfts are generally created using the same type of programming used in cryptocurrencies in simple terms these cryptographic assets are based on blockchain technology yeah it's a graphic that represents a part of a digital ledger and you can sell it to somebody or just hold on to it it doesn't it doesn't hold any value do you guys remember all my commentary on NFTs and how I said that the only way the market sustains its value is you need a perpetual funnel filling of people that care about them and buying them and investing in them? Remember when I said that? Yeah, well, the bubble burst. It broke. Like, you you, you didn't have people buying in anymore. So all the big players started cashing out, and it left everybody else holding nothing. The whole That, that whole market was, you know so volatile and ripe for destruction it just itself imploded um the issue with live service is that they take a huge ongoing time commitment says jesse most of the the, those players are already married to their favorite live service title how much meat can be left on the bone there's definitely something to be said for if every single game goes live service, you know, won't that make it really hard for games to stand, right? I I do think there's some there's some wisdom in the observation that if you oversaturate the market with a certain game type, it makes it harder for all of the games to survive. We I I believe I believe that we saw this with Battle Royale right I believe we saw this with battle royales battle royales became you know this massive sudden surge of saturation on the market and because of that only a few survived okay the question would be if everybody goes open world live service if I'm correct and that's the big next trend is that everybody wants to grab a piece of that pie They want some sort of an open world ongoing game, you know, you know, call duty. It could look something like this, like from world war two, where you go to a central hub and get missions and quests and stuff, you know, are you going to start to have the same problem of, well, only there can only be so many live service games, right? I only have so much time. So you're generally going to, you know, orbit around and circle around your favorite titles. I think all the more that adds credence to my prediction that Call of Duty is going to attempt to do it because if my initial prediction is correct that this is the trend, this is where things are going ongoing live service games where you have a character in the world you're existing in that world, everything's connected, everything's online if that is true, okay so I'm building on two two predictions here if my first prediction is true, which I think we're already seeing evidence that it's true, it would be weird for Call of Duty not to be a part of that. Like as soon as Battle Royales became like hot, what how long did it take COD to jump in with Warzone? What, 2 years? You know. And if and if and if open world live service ongoing games, if that's the next big trend in the market, expecting call of duty just to sit that one out after they've built all these open world modes and open world maps and all these different game modes from extinction to zombies to survival to dmz to spec ops i i just i don't think they would do all that and then and then be like no 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 no, no. we're we're not going to get into the ongoing open world thing we're not going to COD tried BR before Warzone problem it was paid entry right, right, the market clearly showed how to do it and then they adopted the design and it worked they went with the free to play battle pass and and then Warzone took off like a dadgum rocket there'd be no cycle, there'd be expansions, they're already testing the market with that right now as we speak says Creature I'd imagine that if you removed all the surrounding crap they're working on, 11 studios could maintain one live service game. Well, 10, because Sledgehammer will be working on Halo. <laughs> that's what Creature thinks is going to happen to Sledgehammer. He thinks they're going to they're going to take over Halo. Like 343 is going to get handed papers. I don't doubt they would jump in, but would they pull it off? Well, I mean, and that's that's the fundamental question, right? Like, I think Fortnite's doing something similar. I have my own theories that Fortnite is using the Fortnite battle royale to test a an ongoing mmo style game an ongoing open world rpg there i think right now what they're testing out is perks and abilities so they've tested enough weapons to last a lifetime they've tested vehicles they have the buildings uh they have all kinds of different vehicles right mech suits planes cars boats any kind of vehicle you could think of, they've tested Re- recently. What dirt bikes? Uh, they added. Oh, oh! They just recently started testing mounts. That's a very RPG feeling, right? Getting on a horse or some kind of a bull or some kind of a mythical being, right? By the time, by the time Fortnite delivers on what I think they've been testing, they'll know, they'll know every what every layer of the game needs, right? I don't think. They've been doing all those things purely just to make their battle royale fun. And I think if you look at Call of Duty, there's a very similar pattern of just throwing things in the game, throwing modes and things in the game. What's one of the primary complaints right now about Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2? What's one of the primary complaints? Doesn't feel polished. Feels buggy. Feels glitchy. Right? Okay. Well, that sounds similar... I don't know. That sounds kind of similar to some of the complaints over the years about Fortnite. They keep adding all these things and doing all these things and, 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 changing the meta and changing the map and the game's got bugs and glitches and problems. You know, there was a time where they were patching that dadgum game once a week. I had weapons floating above my head. I had weapons disappearing from my inventory. I had shots, not registering. I had first shot accuracy, not working like, there have been multiple times in that game's history where it's like what are y'all doing to this game man y'all are updating it way too often well that just sounds very similar to what's going on with call of duty we got dmz we got spec ops we got raids we got Warzone, we got modern warfare 2's campaign we got modern warfare 2's arena and what's all of it what's all of it suffering from? Well, it just feels like it's not ready. Lack of polish. As if as if it wasn't given the it wasn't given the primo polished treatment, you know. Stitch all the maps together for one big seamless world. Right. Or Think of it like this. You know how in Destiny you go to the central hub, you grab your bounties, you grab your stuff, you look at your loot, you look at the storefronts, you interact with the NPCs. Imagine a Call of Duty where you go to a hub like this from World War II, right? You go to this hub, and you go up to an NPC and you grab bounties for, you know, DMZ, or missions for DMZ. And then you go to a map and you go there and when you land there's people running around there's stuff happening it's like a living breathing world you're you're not in the battle royale you're not in the arena you're you're in the dmz do you see i that's how i think like that's how i envision it they're kind of doing that right now with the call of duty hq like when you boot up call of duty right now and you go into it that very first page says you know call of duty hq so that's your sort of central hub i don't know it doesn't need to be a physical hub that you go with your character but they already seem to be centralizing the game around one place where you go first before you go into all these silos and all these funnels i think the trick is connecting all those silos and funnels They're sort of trying to do that right now. They get you to go play something else so that you can have guns, unlocks, or whatever when you go into Warzone. That seems to be a, like, real common thing. That it's like they're trying to incentivize that cross-pollination. You can even launch old games through that hub, right? Right? It sounds very similar to AC Infinity. And AC Infinity was essentially born out of AC Valhalla. Like, let's do a live service ongoing Assassin's Creed. But they went bigger than that. It's like, well, no, let's do a central hub where everything's interconnected. You think file size is big now? <laughs> Wait until? <laughs> I don't understand. He doesn't get the wait until meme. Wait until... Yeah, it was a community joke when I was playing Elden Ring. Every single time I would beat a boss, every single time I would beat something that I felt was pretty hard, people would be like, oh, dude, wait until... Just wait until you get to the next part. And I freaking snapped. I snapped on the guy. I was like... (laughs) You just... (laughs) You just beat something that was really frustrating. Wait until... Wait until... (laughs) <laughs> it was not Elden Ring? Yeah. My my wait until my wait until rant that somebody turned into like a metal song. Wait until Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking of the Wait Is Over, maybe? Wait The Wait Is Over is an Xbox meme. Wait until was a meme from Elden Ring. It was Dark Souls 3? No. It was Elden Ring. Yeah, I had just beat I had gotten past all those skeletons that like pop out of the ground, those big giant ones, and I fought one of those horrible Tweety Birds, those big dark nasty birds. I was up on that mountaintop fighting that bird, and after I beat him, and was like breathing a sigh of relief, this guy was like, wait until. The wait until when I just roasted that guy and did like the metal voice, like wait until, and I like put my mouth like on the microphone, it was Elden Ring. Yeah. People did it to me in Dark Souls as well. I don't remember. I might have snapped at somebody. But the the classic clipped moment of like wait until, that's that's Elden Ring. <laughs> that was I know the exact place where I was. I know where I was. I freaking lost it. Wait until started in Dark Souls 3, it didn't become a meme until Elden Ring. Oh yeah, we definitely constantly would make fun of people that said it sure 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 yeah we'd be like yeah yeah wait until wait until we would always tease people it definitely started in dark souls 3 but when i lost my dadgum mind (laughs) when i lost my dadgum mind on that guy that was elden ring (laughs) claymore yeah claymore was demon souls yeah yeah yeah. go back and get the claymore go back and get the claymore pretty sure that was demon souls because the fire breathing dragon and I was, he, he kept telling me to run back and get the Claymore. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you just got a Titanite shard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, Claymore was Dark Souls 3. Was it? I thought it was Demon Souls because there was like the, the, the flame, the bridge and the dragon and, oh no, it was Dark Souls 3. It was, it was. He wanted me to go up that that set of stairs or whatever. Yeah, it was. Claymore was Dark Souls 3. That's right. That's correct. (laughs) Given enough time, Batman could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guys, we are three away from hitting our member goal for the day. Let's see if we can't get some more likes as well. Smash the likes. Become a member. Give some members. Let's get that 25 goal. Make me gift five. We're 13 away from 2,100 members. Let's keep it going. Thanks so much for being here. We are a little off topic now. Um, uh, not assuming anything. They said all games shown in the Xbox Bethesda showcase would land in the next 12 months. And they're was game pass promotional material that said early and first half of 2023 so no i'm not assuming anything hey lone wolf's gonna give us all three this man (laughs) one at a time i love it i love it oops i love it one at a time One went to K.I. Robinson. He's been here this morning talking. Doomer and Raynard. You guys all got gifted members. Now that puts us at 2,090. So my five is going to put us at 2,095. 2,095. Here comes my gifted five. I have to do this every 25. So if we hit 50 on the day, I have to do it again. Here comes my five. Thank you guys so much for being here. The more often you watch, smash like, talk, chat, Hang out, listen, and lurk, the more likely you'll get a gifted member. That gets you uh, into our members only Discord as well as our members only content. Hollow702 has been talking quite a bit today. Clear Knights here all the time. DeMaster, Matthew, Atril, and Kami Anime. You guys all got gifted members. Welcome into Reforge Gaming. We are now five away from 2,100 members. 2,500 is our next big goal and our next big incentive. Thanks so much for supporting the channel. GG Loan. He was just saying GG Loan, like GG to you for doing it, for gifting the members. High on Life is pure comedy. I never had an experience in a game that made me laugh like that game did. That video is a masterpiece. Yeah, I don't want to play the wait until because I'm worried about copyright. It sure is It sure is good, though. It, 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 is that the one with the music? I, I can't play the one with the music on stream. Um... I can play the one without the music, but the one with the music, I'm worried about copyright. Oh, that's got the music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ending. It's just the absolute. It's the absolute lunacy of the ending where I'm like, go, 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 (laughs) go. It's just, it's gibberish. Like, it's gibberish, bro. I'm absolutely coming unglued. Yo, what's good, Lazaro? Just tuned in. What's the four one one? If you're just tuning in, I'm arguing that Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 are testing grounds for an open world Call of Duty. We now have confirmation that Black Ops 3 was originally being designed as an open world Call of Duty. Uh there's there's over 100 photos that have leaked and Black Ops 3 is the game where they introduced specialists that felt very similar to the Guardians in Destiny. It was a year after Destiny came out and it seemed like they borrowed a lot of the ideas. I have argued that all of the things they've been adding since, there was the uh, the social hub in World War II that looked a lot like Destiny's Tower hub, there has been extinction, there has been survival, now we have DMZ with looting, there was crafting in one mission, why was there crafting in only one mission in Modern Warfare 2? campaign there's spec ops spec ops is tied directly to a raid and the raids are going to continue coming out they seem to be testing lots of different systems and modes to essentially build and launch an open world ongoing call of duty this also could be related to their decision to no longer do an annual release uh and maybe that's why they're taking that break so here's a question for you what would you like to see from cod that makes you say okay now this is a live service call of duty I would need to see something that's tied directly to my character, something that I'm investing in. Whether it's my my um, like a specialist, or whether it is a, you know, if if my operator is a specialist with skills and abilities, I would want to see loot. Like, look at the Modern Warfare Two gunsmith system. Look at it. Okay, imagine that being in an open-world RPG shooter, and you're slowly trying to get all the guns, you're trying to get all the best versions of the guns, you're unlocking perks. There's the weapon tuning. Why are they testing that, right? That well, it, They're not testing it, but it seems like a bit of a test. So, I think there's a handful of things that... The way that it's just set up, it feels as if... Man, you could take all these things and tie it all together, put a nice bow on it, and make it, and make it almost... like a perfect open world ongoing shooter game barrier says my best meme so far don't think i'll ever top it oh it's yeah it's your magnum opus i agree with Sven. (laughs) putting putting that metal music on that clip man oh golly I, i i i absolutely came i wish i could do that and not be genuinely angry like some of my funniest clips are when i'm at the end of my tether I wish I could do that and have it be funny salt clips instead of, no, I was legitimately really angry in that moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, weekly featuring games that just take me to that red zone of salt. But it just isn't healthy. Not good for me. It's not good for my blood pressure. It's not good for my mental health. Like, I'm, I am genuinely angry in those clips. And I think that's kind of what makes them funny, but at the same time, kind of not like I, I don't, I don't like that. That's what it th- that's, I don't like that. That's what it takes, uh, you know, to get those clips, you know, you just got a tight night shard. Like I'm genuinely just irritated <laughs> in those moments. I'm i a- I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm not having a laugh. I'm, I'm freaking having a fit. I'm ticked, you know? So, it is uh yeah it's unfortunate it's unfortunate I just listened to the clip in discord again I love it so much yeah it's a good <laughs> it's a good one Titanite Shark clips. God Tier yeah it's good <laughs> it's just so irritating get it off the screen doesn't need to stay there for forever you know have it pop up and go away like <laughs> Why do I need to dismiss it? You know, like some butler that came in the room that you forget to dismiss. It's like, get out of here. Uh, like Tim the Tatman Salty, Doc Salty. Doc Salt is not, is, is genuine. That man gets angry, real angry. Tim's in a bit of a valley. He, t- he channels it. Tim knows how to make it funny, but there are times where Tim's genuinely ticked as well. I just can't come down from it very quickly, you know. I can't come down from it very quickly. If I could come down, it would be, it would be okay. Oh, we have a tight command, but we don't have the wait until command. We'll we'll have to we'll have to come up with the command for for wait until, and go to the clip and not the not the copyrighted thing. <clears throat> I miss watching you play Souls games. I've wanted to do another play of Sekiro. I've wanted to do a lethal run through Tsushima, but they're just that just isn't what I'm known for. I feel like we'd get to like the second or third week and it would just be terrible. Want me to jump in Discord and whisper the sun's real low when it happens? It's real difficult because like Creature does that. Creature will DM me and be like, yo, you gotta chill, you gotta back off. But the problem is, is when you're in that moment, I feel like I'm being scolded, like by my older brother or something. And then it makes me more angry. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work. Very few people have the ability to do that. Like my wife can do it. Um, I don't know. He gets even more angry. Yeah. Creatures learn just to like, talk to me after the show. As soon as I see the DM pop up, I get more angry Cause I'm like, I know he's going to be telling me that I need to calm down and I'm just going to get more ticked off, you know, Zuby can do it. You know, I DM'd you in the moment. Sometimes it's worked. Yeah. Wheezy's done it. It's it. Yeah. Zuby can do it. Wheezy's done it. I think a couple of times my wife can do it, but a lot of people, it just can't like creature and I have such a, like a working, you know, brother, like relationship that it's almost like me. Shut up. Like (laughs) Yeah, 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 Sven, Sven's really good with doing the exclamation point and being like, yo, are you good? Are you good? You know, Zuby will literally be like, buddy, are you okay? Like, you know, and it kind of helps. It, it does. And sometimes I'll be like, "Well, you, no, I'm not. <laughs> Our call in those days starts with, well, that was a thing. I know when Creature says well and nothing else, I know that something didn't go as we planned. He'll be like, well? <laughs> That's all. He'll say. We get on the phone to kind of debrief for the day, and if all he says is "well," then I know yeah, I didn't go. It didn't go what we, you know, as we plan. Like, well, <laughs> that's all he says. It's just like, well, <laughs> not much to say one time he straight up told me he was like if this is what this run's going to turn into he's like you will kill this channel and I was like I know I know I totally know Um, okay there's the there's the wait until clip alright hang on a second share clip copy alright let's do this adcom uh, wait until the epic uh, wait until clip add com wait until nightbot should just add that as a command now <laughs> egging him on is better yeah some of you guys yeah eugene eugene will egg me on abe will able will do it a- abe's gotten smacked some t- abe has gotten smacked a couple of times for it like he comes in and like tries to push the button and i just freaking i freaking like unload on him You just got frustrated. (laughs) (laughs) It's the whole thing. Everything about the clip is genius. Like, it's just brilliant, you know? It's like, I'm literally breathing a sigh of relief. I'm finally done with this fight that was ticking me off, taking me to the absolute red zone. And this guy's like, yo, wait until the next part. And I'm like, shut up. (laughs) I sometimes jump in front of the trolls and say what they will because I know it will land slightly different coming from me. (laughs) Shut up, Omar. (laughs) Poor Omar. Omar was like the 10th person. You know what I mean? Yeah, there it is. Dude, wait until you fight the final boss. (laughs) That's the clip. My favorite part is you can see the chat message that set you off. Yeah, Drizzt, Drizzt T. I wonder if he still comes around, bro. I filleted him. You could be in a metal band with that voice. I don't know if I'd do it properly, though. I wouldn't last. You know, I'm the, I am definitely shredding my voice. Like, that's, that's not the proper way to do it. I'd have to take vocal lessons. You have to do that right or you will absolutely hurt yourself. you should do a video on why drake is overrated you should take stock into what kind of channel you're on yo what's good troll troll how are you i almost added a wait until in the comments i refrained (laughs) looks like i got it at the perfect time (laughs) yeah yeah it's too bright tone it down Eh, that's better. It's not exactly right. It's not exactly right. Oh, looking at our favorite clips, yeah, we're well, we're well off the rails. This one, we knew this one was going to be kind of tough. I, I this will probably get traction in the coming days. So we, uh, this did this did better than I was kind of anticipating. Like as things started this morning, I was kind of worried. I was like, oh boy, we we have swung and missed here. Um, I think sometimes our base audience sees Call of Duty and kind of rolls their eyes. They're like, <clears throat> Can you do a video on why Ghost of Tsushima is so overrated? I actually was thinking about, we have right here from our from our call the other day, so we were thinking about doing a series on really stupid people in the chat, and I think we could probably start with you. I don't know. I'm not sure. There's, there's a handful of people uh, that have been shortlisted for that series, Google Beats with 15 months and it's a member plus. You're still not a fan of Diablo Immortal? No. Been playing free-to-play, just PvE. It's been a blast. Yo, good to see you, Google. I didn't want to promote the game. Right? I I knew I could play that game free-to-play. I knew I could play that game free-to-play and probably do well as a content creator and have a fun time, but I didn't want to promote the game. On, like, a principled level, I didn't want to promote people getting into that funnel. I don't like that game. I had to I had to have a conversation with my son last night about why we don't um why we do not buy uh the the surprise toys. He bought a surprise toy and I was like and my wife was like I said we don't buy these right? I was like we we don't buy these. Is it, no. And she was like, I didn't know She was like, I wouldn't have let him get it. Yeah. Uh, Hang on. Code Lono for uh, 10% off. Uh. Why don't we take the 10% off and just say use Code Lono on all these sites. It'd look a little bit cleaner. Code Lono. Code Lono. Code Lono. There we go. We weren't into the AM shirt today, so it should be in the description. That just kind of makes sense. I just realized that. And I'm going to go into the upload default and uh, make sure they're included in the bottom. From the bottom where you left them. The onward friends from our battered homes. Forward to the onrush of Casto. Crushed by. Does anybody know what that's from? it's too dark. Stupid. Camera. They gave us a crazy suggest again today. They did it again today. Like, we got... If you clicked on this video because I was, like, suggested somewhere, I appreciate that. That we got thrown on another runner. Surprise toys? Yeah, it's a bag, and you have no idea what's inside of it. It's it's a freaking bag, and you might get this cool guy with an axe, or this cool guy with a flaming foot. And I'm like, we don't buy these. For what it's worth, I used to egg you on, but now I feel more protective of your old goofy. <laughs> Thank you, Weezy. I appreciate that. <laughs> He's. I'm too old now. I'm too fragile to mess with. <laughs> Planning on doing a full review on High on Life? No, uh-uh. I didn't finish it. Kind of like a gotcha thing. You mix eggnog in your frickmas. My wife's been doing that, and she really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Ghost of Tsushima downgraded its graphics and made it cartoony. Look at the 2018 gameplay no it looked nowhere near like it yeah your bait game is weak because I've gone back and looked at that uh, that footage and the armor and the armor his like grass armor that he's wearing in like the initial debut um the initial debut footage it's the exact same armor you can get in the game right now it all looks exactly the same you're just making stuff up you seen the 2018 video it looked realistic i was i've been following that game since the first thing came out i've been covering video games since like i don't even know what year i started 2014 you you it's rare that you're going to come in here and like school me on something that i like as much as ghost of tsushima trying to claim that it looks cartoonish and not like the original debut footage is just i i don't know i the tree you're barking up is laying down. Like, you're barking up a tree that's already been chopped down. Like, there's no argument to be had there. I smell an all... Yeah, I, I just I just feel like you're trying to trigger me, I guess? I, I don't know. The cutscenes made me fall asleep. I, I know reading is hard for someone of lower intelligence, so it probably wore your brain out when you had to, like, read the subtitles. And, it, you know, I need a nap. I just read a couple paragraphs. I, you know, I'm sorry you missed out on such a great experience. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Mm. let see here. Let's go... Here we go, new trailer Tuesday. We need a thumbnail for new trailer Tuesdays. We do. We need a thumbnail for it. Every Tuesday, I hang out with the members and I eat my lunch. And we, uh... We look at a bunch of new trailers. We're going to be doing that shortly. So if you're not a member and you want to consider becoming one, you can do that right now. We already hit our our member goal for the day of 25 members. So thank you, everybody, for doing that. If you guys want to continue doing that and bring anybody else with us, feel free to do that in the next five or so minutes uh, as we sort of round out the end of this stream uh I typically take a break around now to run upstairs and use the restroom just cuz I don't want the member stream to have me like if someone goes and watches the vod like me getting up and walking away right away. So <clears throat> You want Ghost to come to Xbox one day? It'll probably never happen. It'll never happen. It'll come to PC soon though. It'll come to PC very soon. We doing a second show? Oh, I got a second show for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a second show for you? Yeah, yeah. It's Jim Ryan contradicting himself by saying that Game Pass is not a threat. They don't view Game Pass as a competitor. Oh boy. <laughs> Do I have a second show for you? <laughs> I'm really going to cement myself as a Sony fanboy today. Woo, man the headline hunters are really they're really <laughs> they're going to love this one this one's going to be good this is going to be good because I'm actually going to look at what he said instead of headlines I'm going to take more than 5 seconds to think about it I know that's going to be hard for the tribalistic fanboys but that's that's what our second show is today so don't go anywhere especially if you're a member if there are new trailers you have seen recently and you would like me to check them out then do your best to put those in the discord um old hendy clickbaiting hard oh yeah (laughs) tommy hendy getting them tommy hendy getting them um should be good should be good and um oh yeah by the way last night i spent some of my christmas uh somebody actually sent the darth vader let me go down to Madam's corner here hang on and see who sent the darth vader the Darth Vader was sent by Quintar. So Quintar sent this. I got the, um, the Dark Trooper last night. I got Luke Skywalker's helmet for Christmas. So I almost have the entire bust set ready to go for the Lego channel. We just need the Mando one. That's all we need. And I, saw, I found something amazing last night, so I threw it on the wish list. I would love to get this to do this before Hogwarts Legacy comes out. They have those, um, what do they call them, mosaics? I can't remember the name of it now. They're like mosaics, right? Where, like, you put all the Legos down and it, like, makes a picture. They have one of all four of the houses from Harry Potter. And I'm like, and you, you basically, you, you choose which one you want to build, right? What's it called? Yeah, the Hogwarts crest, uh, building set, right? I don't know if they call them, are they Lego mosaics? Is that, like, what they're officially titled? Um, picture options. Oh, it's one picture, four options so you can build all four crests i'm like bro that would be four series right because you would build one record all the videos and then take it all apart and do another one so obviously i would do Slytherin first before the game comes out and we would try and publish that on brick abbey our lego channel before that game hits so appreciate everybody who's been doing that we have a a great backlog we almost have all the busts now um for that lego channel so if you want to contribute to that or if you just want to suggest sets, especially as we go into the new year, there's lots of new cool Lego sets coming out. Um, make those suggestions. So we are looking for that Hogwarts one. That Crest one will be perfect before Hogwarts Legacy comes out. And uh, we have a place in the Discord for you to suggest sets. So if you see Lego sets as we go into the new year that you think would be perfect for the channel, uh do that you can use the lego command and check out the brick abbey uh hobby channel for now we don't put a ton i don't put a ton of time into it I, I record videos when i can and people have really vibed with our style over there so thank you so much for everybody who's been supporting that channel if you're into legos check it out and you can check out the wishlist command if you guys want to send stuff that we've picked out for the channel and just continue to help kind of jump start it because we don't want i can't throw too much at it i mean i I used my own Christmas money to buy a couple of things um, like the Dark Trooper bus because it's a, I guess it's unique at Target. And I was really worried we were going to get into the new year and not be able to get that one anymore. So We're going to head to members in just a moment and check out a bunch of new trailers. Um, and that's a members only thing. So if you're not a member right now, uh, you could become one for $5. Uh, maybe somebody will gift some members. Maybe you'll get lucky in the coming days as we push towards another big goal. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. And smash that like button, we should easily have 300 likes on this video. okay sorry i totally forgot my lunch was down here okay we gotta head to members sorry i don't like taking breaks that long but like i was like looking in the upstairs fridge i was like where's my lunch and i was like oh it's in the downstairs basement oh, i'm sorry the uh, the basement fridge video, search that, this is members only, new trailer Tuesday, post, analytics, alright here, that link in chat, that is where we are headed, be looking at trailers, hanging out, Thanks so much for clicking on this, especially if you're one of the new members. Uh, We just got very close to 2,100 members. As we set our sights on 2,500. So many people being so generous and gifting. If we hit 2,500, we'll do a triple header horror weekend. So look forward to that. Look for announcements about the Star Wars Watch Party. We will announce when we'll be doing that. It'll be a Saturday in January, uh, and we will announce that very, very soon. So make sure you're in the Discord. You don't want to miss those announcements, those Friday night streams with Madam... Uh, and then those those big things that we unlock when you guys hit those big things. I'm going to end the previous stream. It was about Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 and Call of Duty and an open world Call of Duty potentially being made. Uh, that was a really, really fun.